The Fake Show is brought to you by Hash House Agogo, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, Bruce City Brand Apparel, the Food Connection LV.com, and by Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Actor Omar Epps is my next guest. He is a three-time NAACP Image Award winner. His film debut all the way back to 1992 in the urban drama Juice. He went on to star in the acclaimed John Singleton film Higher Learning before starring in series like House and ER. Now he can be seen opposite Ryan Philippi in the hit series Shooter on the USA Network. Please welcome to the show Omar Epps. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Congratulations on such a great show, Shooter. I mean, it, it is so expertly put together and directed. You must be very happy with that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, this is this is a great ride, and I'm enjoying it, and, and we're having a blast. You know, you work with such a great cast. It must be a kick to work with some of these veteran actors like Beverly D'Angelo, for instance. Yeah, I mean, the cast is great. Uh, we just got a great team. Um, and it all starts with John Lavin, who created the show, um, and, and the writers. And, you know, from there, everything just trickles down. And, you know, we're just, we're all in it. We're all in. Mark Wahlberg is an executive producer based on the film he was in. Do you ever see him? Does he ever stop by the set? No. Well, you know, he's a very busy man. Uh, yeah. Partner Lev always, you know, he, he comes by and sort of watches over. But it's the type of thing where, you know, they just, they, they see what we're doing and they're confident in it. So they just kind of let us do our thing. The movie that Wahlberg was in was based off of a book called Point of No Return, which is actually a series of books. Um, and that's really what our show is based around. So, you know, the storylines are a bit broader and the writers take creative license where they see fit. So it's, you know, it's not just based on that movie. Last season, I'm kind of curious because Tom Sizemore was in the cast. You know, he's had his share share of problems away from the camera, but he really brought it to the show, didn't he, as the bad guy? Yeah, I mean, look, he's a, he's a powerful actor and, and um, you know, I guess they went where they went creatively because, you know, season one, figuring things out and um, I think they wrapped that up well. There's such great tension now on the show between you and Ryan's character because now you've got to work together, right? Exactly, and that's the fun part. Our characters are forced to work together um, for you know a greater purpose, but it, I think it, it works well. And the thing I like about the show, too, is that you just don't know with a lot of the characters, are they good or are they bad? What's the intention here? Right. You know, for my character, Isaac, you know, I, I look at it like he's, he was a good guy who made some bad decisions. And he didn't know how deep that rabbit hole went. And so that you're constantly, you're constantly on edge, you know, because I think at least within the show, it's like, you know, good and bad is relative to the moment or situation. Bob Lee and, and Isaac, they got to come together. And, you know, someone is hunting down their former Marine unit, you know, one by one, and they've got to find out who and why and stop them. Is Ryan okay? I heard recently that he broke his leg. Yeah, yeah. It was a freak accident. You know, he's healing up. Um so, you know, I think he's doing all good. And So was shooting done then when that happened? We were close to done. Uh, we were right about done. But, you know, again, like I said, it's a freak accident. And, you know, things happen. So we just rallied around and wanted to make sure he was good. Um, but, but I, you know, this, the, the storylines won't suffer. And I think that's a tribute to our writers. Um, you know, John Lavin and our writers are so great. The, the end of the season was ramping up such that where we cut it off, it makes sense anyway. Yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it, how they handle that sometimes when somebody does get hurt, that suddenly that guy is sitting behind the desk the rest of the episodes, or if it's a female and right. she she got pregnant, suddenly she's carrying all these clipboards. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I think, you know, again, things happen, 
but you know, I think that you know our stories were were so tightly woven together that again, when we cut off, it makes sense anyway. I don't think that we're, you know it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a big enough cliffhanger for the end of the season. You've got such a great body of work after all these years. You were only 17 when you worked with Tupac in the film Juice. What was that experience like for you as a kid, really? Yeah, I mean, it, it's in, it, it was invaluable, you know. It's one of those things. I mean, we were kids. I was 17. Tupac uh, was 19. We were just kids, man, and, and, and living a dream. And, you know, it was, it was it, I have great memories from that time. You know, it's just hard to put into work. And it was my first film. Um, so it just was, um, it was incredible, really. It was like living a dream. I know that you had musical aspirations and some other things. Did he really inspire you as an artist? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Tupac was just so talented and passionate and smart. And, you know, we had great conversations and I've witnessed, you know, his, his artistry in motion, if you will. And yeah, he, he, he inspires me today still as an artist. Um, just as a professional, you know, his work, work ethic was insane and and so I, you know i carry those those positives with me to this day do you think and i'm sure that i know the answer to this but the trajectory of hip-hop would have changed dramatically had he still been with us you know that's a good question you know i think we can assume you know people from that time period may assume it would have but everything changes and evolves so certainly he would have had an impact on the evolution we just don't know what the result would have been but, you know, things change, evolves, ebbs, flows, phases. Um, you know, I, I, my oldest daughter, her generation, you know, she's 18. They're, they're into the 90s hip-hop right now. So it's just, it's interesting how these things come back around, um, you know, in different phases. By the way, I know that you talk all the time about how important it is to be there for your kids is it easier when you're doing a series because you get maybe to spend a little more time with them or is it really the same it's tough it's tough either way i mean i'm, I'm thankful that i get to film in los angeles where i live um so that's i get to come home every day you know but the, you know my kids are a little bit older now so they're at school in a day i'm at work <laughs> but you know you balance it out we got our weekends uh, you know we take time if i have a day off we just try to balance it all out you know I love my kids, and I love um, fatherhood. You know, it's, it's a blessing. You have been on a few series now. What is it like to walk into, like, a series like ER years ago, which was arguably the hottest show on TV, for you to kind of walk into this established series? It's like it's like trying to uh, <laughs> it, it's trying to uh, catch on to a speeding train. You know, ER. Yeah was huge at that time and they were just rolling and the filming process was so unique um i've never experienced something like that before but you know it's the type of thing you, you better bring your a-game you know because that it, that's a speeding train and it's it's, it's heading out hot and <laughs> yeah you, know, you, either, you either catch up or you or you fall behind so but i had i had fun too plus you have to worry about the fact that george clooney at some point is going to pull a prank on you right yeah, well, Cooley was cool. You know, we'd, we'd shoot hoops at lunchtime. He was he was cool too. Was he a good player? He had a shot. He had a shot on him. Yeah, yeah. shot on him. But you know, it was just a pass the time, and um, you know, I didn't I didn't really see too many pranks. But um, you know, like on the on the work environment, I'm like super focused, and we we had fun doing that. 
Well, Shooter, it's on the USA Network. I love it. I recommend it if you have not seen it yet. It is so well done. It's got a great cast, Omar and Ryan Phillippe, Beverly D'Angelo. Such a pleasure talking to you. And Yeah, uh, thank you so much, uh, and I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Omar. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. It's Tuesday nights on the USA Network. Well, that does it for another episode of The Fake Show. And as always, if you could like and share our Fake Show Twitter and Facebook pages, we'd really appreciate it. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.